Hello, that's Dr. Bruce Philippi, lead pastor of Journey Life Center. You know, in the midst of the Great Depression, FDR said in his first inaugural address, quote, this great nation will endure as it has endured, will revive, and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, unquote. I know our generation has little experience with pandemics, but it's not the first one, and it certainly won't be the last one. Just read the book of Revelation. You know, they say, take 20 seconds to wash your hands. Well, that's exactly how long it takes to pray the Lord's Prayer. I encourage you to do that every time you wash your hands. You might also want to check out Psalms 91. It's a great psalm to be praying back to the Lord during these times. Listen, be safe, and our prayers from Journey Life are with you. This is Dr. Bruce Philippi, lead pastor, Journey Life Center. I want to share some big news with you. On looks like if, if we're not assembling uh, together by Easter Sunday, we're going to do drive-in church uh, out in the parking lot. So you can get in your car. No one's allowed outside of their car. But we're believing the parking lot will be full on Easter as people come and worship. You're going to be able to hear the message right on your FM radio. It's going to be a great time. We're going to even, we might even have coffee. and Well, I don't know about coffee, but we'll have donuts. We're going to take care of you. It's going to be a fun time. I know we can't, you know, it's different than being in the sanctuary, but it's, it's kind of cool to all be in the same parking lot together. We might, we might roll down windows and yell at each other. It's going to be fun. And if you, if you want to say amen, you beep your horn, flash your lights. I don't know what will happen. If the Holy Ghost falls on you, I don't know what you'll do. We might be doing donuts in the, in the parking lot. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So let's, let's get into the word of the Lord. I'll not keep you long. But let's, I, I want to talk. The title of this message is The Quarantine of Elijah. I'm beginning to understand that God, God does quarantine people. And sometimes we quarantine ourselves, and we choose to quarantine. So this, this is going to be interesting, what the Lord has given me, um, because it seems to me, and I'm, I, I don't have time this morning to get into it like I will Wednesday night, but it seems to me like we're being scattered. And I, I know, <clears throat> listen, the Lord doesn't send this stuff. It, it, it's the devil that sends this stuff. Sickness comes from the enemy, not from the Lord. But here's the thing. He meant it for evil. God meant it for good. And God's going to turn this thing, and it's going to backfire on the devil. (laughs) It is literally going to backfire on the devil. (laughs) Take that. Boom. It's going to be huge. But this scattering is seen all throughout Scripture. And I I don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but the first one we see is at the Tower of Babel. And he said, I got so excited I turned my mic off. It happens, folks. That happens. And we're live again. <laughs> but listen, I said, well, are, is that some kind of physical building people? Are? No, no. Let me tell you what Babel is today. It's globalism. It's everybody trying to be alike, and let's tear down borders, and let's something's wrong with my mic. Um, but there's, there's a Babel going on to where we think we're smarter than God, and our technology is greater than God. And we don't need God. It's called the Tower of Babel. And guess what he did? He scattered them. And I think there's a scattering going on right now. When Israel was scattered and they took them to 
to Babylon, right? How many years? Seventy years in Babylon. Can you give me some volume, please? And they, they took him to, but listen, a lot of people don't understand the real reason for that. Second Chronicles chapter 36, if you have your Bibles, he said, those who escaped from the sword, he carried away to Babylon, where they became servants to him and his sons till the rule, rule of the kingdom of Persia. But watch this. Here's the reason, verse 21, to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed her Sabbaths. So in other words, they weren't keeping Sabbath. That's the fourth commandment, remember? I think we've gotten to the place where we thought it was optional about going to church. Eh, we'll do it or not. It was like if we had any other reason not to go to church, we took it. Come on now. And God says, watch this. Now none of you can go to church. He, th he tossed us into Babylon. He tossed us into, he's scattering us. He's tossing us into Babylon. Because, and listen, the Sabbath was just as much good to the people as was the land. He said, if you're not going to honor the land and let the land rest, I'm going to throw you off the land for 70 years so the land can rest. If God cares that much for the land, how much does he care for us? So there's a scattering going on, amen? And uh, I think it's wakening us up to community. It's waking us up to the un understanding that we need to put the Sabbath First, can you imagine what it's going to look like when we all come together one more, you know, I don't know when it'll be, but it'll, hopefully it'll be soon. But there's another scattering in Acts chapter 8, 4. It says, although the believers were scattered by persecution, they preached the wonderful news of the word of God wherever they went. Now, we're going to break this down some more because this is really, really important. The whole, the whole thing about Stephen, and I, I'm going to bring all that in, but uh, I won't do that today. But listen, everyone was staying in Jerusalem. So, he per so <laughs> the church started getting persecuted. Guess what happens? Everyone got scattered. And it sounds like a bad thing until you understand that they were scattered all over the Roman Empire, and the gospel spread everywhere. It's like God took a whole bunch of seed, and instead of putting it all in one hole, he just spread it all over the Roman Empire. It backfired on the devil. He persecuted the church, and all he, all he accomplished was spreading us all over the place. There's, the gospel's being preached more now on the, because of the Internet than it was when we were meeting together in our four walls on Sunday morning. So there's a scattering going on. But let's talk about this quarantine because Elijah got quarantined, 1 Kings chapter 17. Elijah the Tishbite, and this is where it just introduces Elijah. There's no history. We don't know anything about him. But all of a sudden, boom, there's Elijah. He was uh, from Gilead, uh, and he said to King Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, him saying, get away from here, get away from here, and turn eastward and hide. How many believe he's hiding us? This is a time that he's actually hiding us. And he hid him by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. Oh, I just saw that. The hiding place flows. We may be hidden, but we're in a flow. Where you're at in your hiding place, there's stuff flowing out of that. 
You're, you're, you're not you may be hidden, but you're not isolated. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. You're in your hiding place, but it's a, it's a drinking fountain. <laughs> and oh, I feel, God, I may not be able to finish this. And I've commanded the ravens to feed you there. Kind of reminds me of our food bank and us delivering food everywhere. Those people are ravens. They're bringing food to people. <laughs> Listen, God put Elijah in quarantine for two reasons. Number one, to protect him and to bless him in the famine, in the drought. And the second reason was to protect him from Ahab and Jezebel, the world system. <laughs> well, come on. That's better than you're letting on. Not many here, but the, you're, you could do better. The same reasons apply today. He's, he's, he's scattered us to isolate us, to protect us, not from a drought, but from the pandemic. And number two, he's pulling us out of the world to protect us from old sister Jezebel and King Ahab. That's the world system. We're pulling away from the world system. We're being forced to spend time with him Force, as it were, to spend time with our families. Forced to get on the Internet and TV and listen to the Word of God. He's just putting us in a situation where we're pulling out of the world and closer to Him. What He did for Elijah is what He's doing for us. I remember when Jesus sent them out two by two. Luke ten nineteen. it says this, Behold, I give you authority. Come on. I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. This, this is important. I gave you power over serpents and scorpions. Listen, nothing in the Word is by chance. There's a reason why he says serpents and scorpions. Serpents represent death. Scorpions represent sickness serpents. Remember when that one got a hold of Paul, clung to his hand. What did he do? Shook it off. I got a word for somebody. You need to shake that fear off. You need to shake that worry off. The Lord will not allow anything by any means to hurt you. Let's claim that scripture. Shake it off in the name of Jesus. I remember when that demonic spirit was chasing after Paul at Philippi. Remember that? And it said it was the spirit of python. It was a python spirit. You know how pythons kill you? They cut your breath off. They squeeze you so that you cannot breathe. Isn't that's exactly what's killing people in this pandemic? That's why they have to have these, what are they called, ventilators? Jesus is your ventilator. The enemy's trying to cut your breath off, but Jesus is going to give you breath. He's... Mm. That's how he gave life to Adam. He breathed it. <laughs> oh, I want to preach for three hours. God, help us. I won't. I won't. Ten more, just give me ten more minutes. Listen, listen, listen. That python spirit will kill us by cutting us off. But God's going to breathe life into us even as we're home alone. Let's all watch the movies again, home alone. And then the scorpion. The scorpion represents sickness. It, 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 
it bites, it stings, and that injects poison into you, which causes uh, sickness. It may not kill you, but it causes sickness. But he said, I have given you power over the scorpion. The enemy has sent scorpions among us, but we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So real quick, in quarantine, here's what he did for Elijah. In quarantine, first of all, God provides where he guides. He provides where he guides. And even though the enemy sent this, God is guiding us through it. So he will provide, right? He said, Elijah, get out of town, go down to the brook, just just pitch a tent and camp out. But you could drink from the river, and ravens are going to bring you food. First carry out. It was in Scripture long before. (laughs) I don't know if he had a menu, but those ravens carried food from the restaurant, just brought him food. I love it. So in quarantine, God will provide. Hang on to that because where he guides, he always provides. Number two, number two, quarantine is a special time to hear and obey the voice of God and receive the power of God. In, in, that, in that quarantine, by, by the way, besides the ravens providing, didn't he also send him to a little widow woman? who didn't have a thing to give him, but she gave him her last meal. Just like a preacher to ask a widow for her last meal. Terrible. But God blessed in that. Be compassionate. Give what you have. Be a blessing to somebody. And watch how God will just bless you through all that. Oh, praise God. That's back to point one. Point two. It's a special time to hear and obey the voice of God. So God put him down there by the brook, and God spoke to him there. See, these are times, this isolation is God's opportunity to speak to you. The word Sabbath literally means stop, get quiet. And since we hadn't been doing it, God forced us. So take the time to hear the voice and obey the voice. Because in that moment, God told him how to deal with Ahab and Jezebel. And revelation is coming. Revelation is coming how to deal with this world system that has infiltrated the church and has infiltrated our minds and made us less than a Christian. I'll wait there for an amen. I hear hear through the Internet people are in amen. He also gave him power over, over the drought. And he gave him a word. He says, Elijah, when you speak the word, the rain is going to come. God's going to, I just got this. God is going to give the church a word in season to speak to this pandemic. And when we speak to the pandemic, it's over. I don't know when that will be. You know, it might be April 8th, Passover. Passover. Oh, that's a whole other message right there. Tune in Wednesday night. All right, number three. Quarantine is a special time to enjoy his presence. Remember that he comes out of quarantine, right? And what does he do? He has that confrontation with Ahab and Jezebel. Remember? The God who answers by fire, and the fire falls from heaven, and he kills all the prophets. 
How did, how did Elijah get the power to kill hundreds of prophets? Hundred, listen, there are hundreds of voices in this world that are speaking to us that are of the enemy. And he silenced all those voices when he came out of quarantine. Oh, come on, you're not getting this. He silenced those voices. He came out in power when he did that. It was a special time to enjoy the presence of God. But then after that, the first time God put him in quarantine, listen to this, the second time he self-quarantined. He was afraid of Jezebel, right? And he goes high, He goes and hides in the cave. He self-quarantined. Y'all got me? You feel me? <laughs> he self-quarantined. And he's in the cave. And he kept looking for God, but he only found him in the still, small voice. Get quiet, church. When you're home, find a way to get quiet and listen for the presence. Listen for the still, small voice. Number four, and finally, quarantine prepares us for a greater work ahead. When Elijah got out of his self-quarantine, right, he comes out, and he, be, and he anoints Elisha, and he anoints Jehu. And, boy, that's another message because old Jehu took care of Jezebel. And you know how Elisha ministered. Remember when Jesus went into quarantine. I hope, it, I hope we're not quarantined for 40 days. I'm not prophesying that. But Jesus was driven into the wilderness. And he was quarantined for 40 days. And the only contact he had was with the devil. Does it feel like that sometimes? <laughs> like, where's God? The only thing showing up is the devil. I got worry in my brain. I, 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 I'm, I'm fearful. I'm this, I'm that. And it's, I'm worried about my money. And I'm worried about how I'm going to pay the bills. And it seems like the only thing showing up is the devil. That's all right. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word, by every word. The devil may have visited him, but he overcame him by the word of God. And the Bible says when he came out of quarantine, he came out in the power of the Holy Ghost. He began his ministry. Come on now. He began his ministry when he came out of quarantine. I want you to hear this. When this is over, it will not be church as usual. When this is over, we're coming out of the wilderness in the power of the Holy Ghost. We're, listen, when we come out of this, we're not coming to church to get something. Because we're going to get it at home. That's, I'm telling you, God's downloading stuff as I'm speaking here. Some of us are waiting to get, waiting to get back to church. And God's saying, I'm going to fill you at home. I'm going to prepare you at home. I'm going to make you an overcomer at home. Don't need a preacher right now. You don't need anything. You just need the presence of the Lord in your home. And when we finally do come together, it won't be to get anything. It'll be to give something.
We're coming together to go out like this church and other churches have never seen in the history of the church. This is life-changing. I know some people, all they want to talk about is Antichrist. This is not revelation. This is not the end of the world. Please. But this is a major transition in the world, in nations, and in the church. Everything changes. Can you, this is, God didn't send it, but I'm telling you, God is using it to literally change the world in just a few weeks. What a powerful thought. So keep praying. Look for that still small voice. At some point, we're going to prophesy to the pandemic, and it's going to be done with. We're standing on that promise and believing it. Worship team, come back. If you want to stay with us for a few more minutes, I think they're coming back with that song, The Blessing. The Blessing. As I think Joyce said, let's use this opportunity. Listen, if you, listen here's how to deal with fear. Minister to somebody else. If you can't leave the house, you got a phone, you got internet, use it. Make some calls. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for being with us. Share this so we can get this word out because I think even this is prophetic and it needs to be heard, I think, as well as other messages that are being preached all over the country today. But let's worship for just a few moments. Let's, let's let this word kind of sink in. If you want to hear it again, you can hear it again. You can hear it on YouTube. But let's worship together as we go. Good morning. This is Bisty, Administrative Assistant to Dr. Bruce Phillippe. We are sad that we're not able to worship together during this time. We are praying that we will be able to meet together again soon. We are also praying for everybody that has been affected by the COVID-19 virus. On Sunday, April 12th, we will be celebrating Easter with a drive-in worship service. Everyone is invited. Again, this will be at 1030. We are asking that everyone that comes stay in their vehicles and observe the social distancing. You can listen to our services that are live streamed on Facebook, or on YouTube. You can also go to our website and hear the messages on there as well. We hope you have a blessed day and we hope that this message blesses you.
the jungle stars you keep your watchful eye on me I won't worry anymore I won't worry anymore I know you go with me I won't worry anymore I won't
the fight I dread that lies ahead, the battles that lay before me. See, I can no longer ignore the disappointments because there's a point when I feel like I'm no longer fit for God's appointment or his anointment. But just before I begin to feel pointless, just before I begin to feel subpar and that I'm not good enough, that I should give up even before I get a good start, even before I feel weighed down, drowning in the waves that surround me and push me way down, that's when I remember how faithful the Father is and how he's never left me fatherless. He's been with me through the wilderness. See, I remember that the same God that speaks to the storm to calm the sea is the same God that talks to me as I bury my heart so deep in his word to discover the deepest of loves. A love so deep that it tells me that I don't need to doubt. A love that tells me not to fret. A love that casts out all fear. A love that tells me there's no need to stress. A love that reminds me that I don't need to worry anymore. I refuse to worry anymore. Put your hand in mine, I'll lead you to the other side. 